welcome back to another episode of the Estonian Football Podcast. We are absolutely delighted to be joined by Shamrock Rovers midfielder Marcus Boom. Thank you for coming on today, Marcus. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So, an uh, interesting thing for me is that you're actually born in England in Derby to Estonian legend Mark Boom. Uh, how big of an influence has he been on your career? Uh, yeah, obviously he's been, a, like you can imagine, he's been a big influence for me. Uh, especially growing up, you know, I got to see kind of the side when he was still playing football. And uh, yeah, obviously it kind of just helped me also to play football. You know, if you see your father playing football every day, you know, you just kind of naturally draw draw yourself also to play football. So, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's always been nice to have that kind of not only a father figure, but also someone who can help me, you know, uh, teach me, you know, how, how, they see football also, you know, in the big leagues in England, you know, because he's, he's made it to the very top. So, so obviously it's, it's been yeah, really good to have him as a father. And, uh, and obviously I really appreciate that. Was there ever thoughts of following in his footsteps and being a goalkeeper as well? Or was it always outfield? No, to be honest, like when we, when we were playing in the back garden, I remember usually actually being goal at first. But uh, because we had such a small goal that usually didn't really score against me and I found, found that quite boring. So I was like, okay, father, you go and go and I'll try to uh, score, you know, and I found that more interesting. And so naturally just, you know, when I started to train as well, you know, I kind of became an outfield player. So it just kind of yeah, went natural for me that, that uh, I just found myself better playing as an outfield player. What age did you start taking football seriously? Uh, like when you knew you were good enough? Like, did you play for any academies in England or was it when you went back to Estonia? Yeah, so uh, uh, I started playing, well, I went to training first time was when we were living in uh, Sunderland. Um, it wasn't like even a football team. It was just kind of, you know, you get together like once or twice a week and you just train, you know, with your age groups and, and, uh, but when it really started to get serious for me, it was around uh, six or seven years old. Then um, uh, first I played for a Sunday league uh, team, uh, which is funny because actually in that same team was uh, Dennis Burkamp's kid. So, so we had a Sunday league team, uh, Hadley Rangers was, uh, it was its name. So we play on, on Sundays and we had like Dennis Burkamp and Mapu watching, watching the games on Sundays, which was really funny, but... So, yeah, I was at Hadley Rangers for, I think, a year or two. And then I moved to Watford Academy. Uh, I was there for three years. And, uh, yeah, that was when, you know, football really started to get serious because I had good coaches there. You know, you're in, in an English academy. And Watford at that time were very well respected. They were one of the first academies in England to actually uh, kind of have, have the football and also the schooling part, you know, joined together. So it was a, it was a really good time for me, a learning curve. So. Really enjoyed enjoyed that time there. Yeah. I was just going to ask how good were Burkamp's kids. Oh, yeah. uh, it, it was all right. You could you could see straight away, like yeah. uh, you know, it was fun. Like, but he was uh, he's a year older than me because I was playing. I'm 99 born. I was playing with the 98 born uh, boys and uh, football right now. So I don't know where, but but I think he's also made it in football, which is really nice to see. So yeah. Uh, do you feel like because? Obviously, Mark Poom's a legend of the Estonian game. And even in, you know, the UK, 
people don't realize how good he actually was. Do you feel pressured in a way, you know, you've got his name or is it just that that's him? I'm just going to focus on what, what I'm doing. I think at the start of my career, obviously you could sense maybe not the pressure, but you can kind of sense the spotlight on you in a way that, you know, even making my debut for Flora Tallinn, it was kind of, you know, you'd see it everywhere in the news. And for me, it wasn't like that big of a thing, but obviously for people, it's, it's easy to get drawn into like back down the football as well, because my father was such a big name, not only in Estonia, like you said, but also in England. So, so obviously there has been that kind of, uh, to kind of make a name for myself because so just to get out of that spot and make a name for myself uh, was, uh, was tough, but you know, it's, it's a journey that I've enjoyed and, and uh, really try to make, uh, you know, my, my own way in a way my own story so uh when you moved back to Estonia you joined Norma United which is your dad's team that he owns or is president of isn't it um you spent a few years in the youth team then you went to Flora uh how did the move to Flora come about uh yeah I was I was playing with Norma United uh, throughout the youth teams and uh uh, I had already played, um, I think, a whole season for also the men's team in the Man United who played in the, the second division there. So, And I think it was just gradual because I remember Flora, they invited me to um, to just train with the second team uh, during the summer when I was still a Man United player uh, just to kind of see how I, I get on there in training. And then uh, that same winter was when I eventually decided to join Flora and and thankfully for me, like Flora was, I don't know if it was the only team that was interested in me, but it was also the only team that I was interested in playing for because, you know, obviously I think the best young kids in Estonia, they gravitate towards Flora. And, and for me, that was, that was good. That, that, was the, that was my next step in, in my career. How good do you have to be to play for Flora? Because we get people messaging us all the time because for some reason people think we're agents for Estonian clubs when, yeah. when we're not. But people message us saying, oh, Estonia, Estonia, I can walk into these teams, blah, blah. We know you can and, and all that. So how, how good really do you have to be to play for Flora? Well, obviously, it's, it's not easy playing for Flora because I think... Uh, with a team with that high standards, you know, especially the first team, you know, to win basically every game and uh, basically every domestic trophy. So uh, even, you know, that's integrated into the second team. So if you're a youngster and, you know, they want to have you, that means that they see you also progressing one day to the first team. So it's not easy. You obviously have to be ready for it, you know, not only the first team, but the reserve team as well. So, I think at that time in my career, you know, I was 16 when I first went to train with them and you kind of have to be a bit established already because what was good for me was that I had uh, one season under my belt in the men's leagues already, you know, so so you kind of had, have that experience of already playing with, with men, which was, which, which is, you know, very valuable experience. So, so by any means, it's not, it's not easy, you know, and I think it's easier to be, you know, anywhere else in Estonia, to be honest, than in Flora. So, so all of the youngsters that make it to, to Flora, you know, it's, that, that means they have something about them. Uh, obviously, that uh, the club sees uh, 
that they can progress that play and uh, and you know they can make it you know sky's the limit in a way if if you uh, take care of the potential. Yeah, so I think it was 2018 was your first like real productive season at Flora where you like properly broke into the first team, you know, yeah. got a few assists and all that stuff. Was there any thoughts at that point you wanted to play abroad or was it just focusing on continuing to play for Flora? Yeah, I think at that stage I was, I was still young and I was still kind of getting used to the league. So 2018 for me was, uh, as you said, I think also uh, I, I found it that it was my kind of breakthrough season. I played a lot of the games. I kind of uh, found my feet in the team, understood how the coach wants to play. So um, I think at that stage, I was never really thinking about playing abroad. Obviously, I have it in the back of the mind that one day we want to make it there. But I was just, you know, enjoying my time and, uh, you know, getting used to the league. So, so I didn't really have that kind of thought in the back of the head, in the back of my head. Then I was just focusing uh, on playing and, you know, focusing on the football. Do you, how do you find the, the standard of Estonian football? Do you feel, well, obviously this year you're not there, but we're yeah. finding this year it's it seems more competitive this year as opposed to previous years. Would you find that a fair assessment? Yeah, I think so. I think, especially when I was playing there, you know, last season even, I feel that the Estonian league is progressing every year, to be honest. And uh, it's not only, I get it, it's, it's hard in Estonia because obviously you have s- such long winters and, you know, the, the season starts quite early then and it goes on until November, December. So obviously kind, kind of with the infrastructure we have there, I think actually the Estonian League is doing really well and it's, and it's progressing. And you can also see that the teams, um, you know, in a way it, it might seem that if it's getting kind of more competitive that maybe the, the bigger teams like, Flora, Lavadia, Gailu, Baida are kind of getting worse. But I feel it's rather that the other teams are getting a bit better. You know, they're getting more competitive. They've got good uh, young players coming through. So so obviously it's it's good to see. And I feel the same way that this season, I think uh, also, you know, some of the bigger teams have been struggling with form or just injuries. So, so it's only better to watch as a fan, you know, uh, to see the league getting competitive and... Uh, and you know, also playing that, I did feel that, you know, some years you'd, you'd have it quite, quite kind of, um, some games would be quite easy. You know, you could see some teams were struggling, but this year I feel, you know, the teams have done really good business, not only with the players, but also with the coaches. So, so for me also, it's, it's really nice to see. How would you rate the rivalry, rivalries? We spoke with um, Brent Lepestu. Yeah. He says, you know, you come up against Flora, you know, it's, it's not as fierce as what, like could be in his opinion how do you feel like when you come up against Lavadia yeah I think uh, you know you, you, you'll you always have that on the pitch and the players will be really up for it and I think also you'll have some fans that are really you know wanting and waiting for the game and you know uh, you can feel the derby kind of you can feel it in the air you know the week going up to the game and, and all of this uh Obviously, I think that a couple of years ago, you'd have a, we would have like maybe 3,000 people watching the game, you know, if we had this derby. So I think that number has dropped in the last couple of years. Uh, but I wouldn't say it's down to like the teams getting worse. I think it's just a matter of, you know, getting the people to the stadium and and for them to also like uh, see, see the derby match because 
you can, uh, like I said, you can certainly feel it with the players, you know, that we're really up for those kind of games, you know, and it's, and it's one of those games that when you get the calendar uh, of the league, you know, the first thing you see is when we're playing Levadia, you know, um, because we play each other four times during the season. Uh, they are big games and, and uh, you know, obviously, uh, I think there is potential there for to get more public to get uh, come and see those kind of uh, games. But I think it's also, you know, it takes time with this because I think Estonia is still kind of uh, learning and also, uh, yeah, I think it just it just takes time to get people to the stadium and, you know, uh, come watch football and in, enjoy those kinds of games. Yeah. Uh, did you watch the game this afternoon? Yeah, I, ma- I managed to watch a bit of the first half and I watched the whole of the second half. So, uh, obviously, for me as... Uh, as uh, a former Flora player, it's, it was a it was a tough watch in a way because I know right now Flora they're struggling a bit with injuries and I feel you could kind of see that within within the team, but I just think today you know Lavadia was was a little bit better, but I've I've got trust in Flora that you know once they they uh, get the injured players back and everyone fully fit that they'll be all right. Yeah, nice one. Uh, so you've just moved to Shamrock Rovers. Um, yeah. How did that come about? Yeah, so basically the end of last season, um, I had a I had a sit down with my agent, and uh, we both found that would be kind of uh, good for me to find a new challenge in my career. Uh, obviously, I've been at Flora for five or six uh, whole seasons already, so. I just felt I need, needed something, something new, a new, new kind of, you know, like I said, a new challenge. And uh, and thankfully, uh, Rovers were interested in me, so I moved moved pretty pretty quickly. And when I found out straight away that Rovers were were interested in in having me, then I kind of uh, I kind of felt straight away it's it's a place that I really want to come because obviously I'd seen them firsthand, you know, and the Conference League uh, playoffs, and uh, I saw what the team is about. I saw them. Uh, I saw what the managers like, you know, and also the the stadium here and the fans here. So uh, obviously, I knew what I was uh, what I was expecting. So uh, yeah, everything moved quite quite swiftly during the winter. It just dragged on a little bit, but but thankfully, I kind of knew I was I was joining them pretty pretty uh, fast, you know. Uh, during the winter break, so uh, so yeah, I'm happy. I'm I'm here and playing. Uh, do you speak to the other Estonians out there as well? A little bit, yeah. You know, uh, sometimes we we uh, speak on social media, or just you know after the games or before the games, we just say hi. And uh, you know, uh, obviously, this week I played against St Patrick's Athletic, so Vladislav uh, Kreider plays there. Just to speak a couple of words, how how he's doing, and you know, just because obviously, you know, you're you're in a foreign country, you know, not only for me but the other players. So you kind of stick together, and uh, you know, you know, we help each other out if, if we need it, you know. So so obviously, you, you keep a bit more in touch than you would maybe playing back in Estonia. Because you were you spent like the first part of your life in England. Was it kind of easier to? Has it been easier to settle? in Ireland or has it still been, has it been difficult or? Um, I think 
yeah, to be honest, I, I think that helped me a lot that I was uh, brought up in England because um, I think one thing that really resembled with me when I was a kid as well was kind of the 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 sporting culture that is not here in Ireland but also in England, you know, because the way the passion and all the way the fans are here, it's it's different. It's something that you can't really kind of describe in a way. You know, you can you can try to emulate it in other countries, but just the, for me, they do it different. Yeah, you know, the way the way the fans are, the way the passion, you can feel the passion, you know, in the stands and in stadiums. And uh, obviously when I when I came here, it, it helped that, you know, in Ireland they speak English. So I'll try to speak English in a way with an Irish accent. <laughs> so at start it was it was hard to understand them in a way, but but obviously it helps that I didn't have to learn a new language, you know. Obviously for some players going abroad, you know, it could be quite hard that at the start. So obviously for me, it was just, you know, first couple of weeks, my English was a bit rusty in a way because I hadn't properly spoken it like for over 10 years. So, but it was, it was also, it was good, you know, cause straight away understood what the manager wants of me, you know, what the players are expecting, you know, in training, just uh, trying to get used to the new system, the new players, new new coaches. And, uh, and yeah, I think that's been a big benefit and it's, it's helped me make Ireland life quite, quite easy in a way that I really feel uh, good here. You know, I feel at home pretty quickly. And, and obviously it's a bit nostalgic because there's a lot of things that I would have had in my childhood that I can kind of experience here again. And, and it's fun, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, really nice for me and like a personal level. Uh, how, how do you find the standard of football? Is it what you kind of expected it to be or? Uh, yeah, I kind of expected the same. I think obviously if you compare it to like, let's say the English league or even the Estonian league, you know, comparing, comparing to the English league, obviously I think Ireland is, uh, isn't there yet. Uh, with the with the standards, but you you can see like there's a lot of young players in this league and and also the teams that that uh, you won't really have in like an easy game or you won't have a game where you can't be a hundred percent, which I find is really good that it it's com- it's really competitive in a way that you you know the first first place uh, team can lose to the tenth place team you know. Uh, in a way, that's good as a professional that it drives you to be better every day, and uh, obviously it, it gives you more more games that you know you can look forward to, and you know it's going to be you have to be on it in a way that you can't slack in any way. So uh, I was kind of expecting that, and I think uh, those expectations have been fulfilled in a way. Um, I think it is a little bit more competitive than the Estonian league for sure. Um, but as I said, I think uh, comparing to the English leagues, it's a little step behind. But I also feel that if I look at the League of Ireland right now, I really feel it, that it's on the up. The way you know people are coming to the stadiums, it's it's really nice to to see. And also, I think the standards on the pitch are improving, even like week in week out. And you, you know, you can really see players even from abroad moving here. You know, not not only from Estonia, but also other places so I find it's 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 good and also for my development it's uh, right now I feel I'm I'm at the right place to do that you know how do you feel the season's gone so far then for like on a personal level and on a on a team level yeah I think the season 
I think for us the the start was quite difficult because we picked up three red cards in the first two league games. So uh, by by all means, it it was an an easy start and it was an ideal life for me here. So, but I think uh, the team has adapted quickly. I think obviously uh, the start was what it what it was. You know, it wasn't easy. We got five or six draws in a row basically, and one loss in between. So. But uh, I think it wasn't the sense that we were disappointed or like frustrated because we we were actually playing good. We were, you know, throughout the season we were playing good football, and uh, I think it was just we needed time and needed to be patient because we knew things were going to click eventually. And I think now during the last couple of weeks it's it's been better. Obviously we we've uh, got some good results, and I think now it's just about finding the consistency. You know. That we don't let our levels drop and and really push on because uh, we've got a good team and also for me you know I'm really happy that I've been playing the managers has uh, has really given me this platform to play and and encouraged me uh, you know to uh, to play the way that he's uh, he obviously knows I can play so uh, on a personal level it's it's been uh, it's been obviously difficult in a way because there's been a lot of matches, but I'm, I'm, I've only enjoyed it, you know, and I think the way that the manager wants us to play it, it really suits me also as a player. You know, I can play to my strengths and, and uh, yeah, I just hope that we carry on now and, uh, and uh, you know, as I said, be consistent in our performances and, and our results. Is the plan at the end of the season to go back to Flora or just see what happens? Yeah, I think just just see what happens. I think uh, right now I take every day as it comes, and mostly right now I'm enjoying my football here. And uh, you know what happens at the end of season, uh, we'll see. You know, I think it's it's also up to the clubs and also up to to me to see what the future really brings and what will be the best situation uh, for me personally. So so we'll we'll see. But I think there's uh, a lot can happen before that. So uh, you never know what can happen in football. You made your national team debut at 19. It's quite young to make a national team debut. Um, how does it feel, you know, especially at, whilst you're still a teenager? Uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, making my national team debut, then I, I felt I was ready. I felt uh, I deserved it. And obviously it was good to make it also uh, not in a competitive game because we, uh, we had a couple of friendlies in, in Qatar and... Uh, I felt I felt that I earned my uh, uh, my debut, and uh, it it was good. Obviously, it's a, it's a massive honor, you know, with the first game, especially when you play for a national team. You have that kind of uh, butterflies in your stomach, and you know, it's it's not only a great honor for yourself, but also for your family. So, so yeah, um, for me, it was it was a good time to look back on. In theory, you could have played for England as well, couldn't you? Yeah, I think, I think so. If, if I wanted, but you know, I've I've always felt myself more as an Estonian, you know. Uh, so there was really never any debate. How do you rate um, Estonia's chances for the Euros next year? Do you reckon there's a chance for the Nations League or anything like that? Or how far off are Estonia? Would you say? Um, I think right now, you know. As players, the only thing you can do is believe in yourself and uh, 
every time we step on the pitch, you know, we we want to win that football match. So I think obviously there is a there is a good chance. I think the first uh, the first game uh, against Austria for us was uh, it was really tough to take because uh, I think we deserved more from that game. You know, obviously the boys played really well and uh, and yeah, I was really really sad for those guys because they left it all in the pitch and but I think if we play with that kind of hunger and desire in you know I think we can we can truly believe that we can you know uh, if not make it but come close and I think uh, that's all we can do you know go on the pitch and give our all and and if we make it we make it if, if we don't you know we just move on and try to improve you know and and uh, we'll see we'll see what happens you know but I think that you know, as the years are progressing, you know, I also feel that the national team is getting better. Uh, obviously, the standard of football every year is improving uh, all around the world, but I think we're we're following that footsteps. So, so hopefully, I, uh, hopefully we'll make it one day. And and uh, you know, you, you have to believe until the end, and and you can't really give up hope in, in that situation. Um, do you feel that? Um, so let's say you've got an aging squad in the Estonian national team in, in a way, you know, Vasilev and Zenyov, Uyama. Do you look at the younger players coming through and you think like, yeah, this is going to be a nice, nice future? Yeah, I think uh, obviously the last couple of uh, years, it's been really positive to see that a lot of uh, young Estonian players have moved abroad, you know, to academies and teams. So, so obviously, I think we had that problem uh, a couple of years ago that most of the A national team were actually playing in the Premier League in Estonia. So it's actually nice to now have a selection of players, you know, not only playing abroad, but also the young, younger players playing abroad. So, so the manager has that kind of uh, uh, selection to take, you know, and, and it only drives the players, uh, you know, uh, standards up that they they get to learn new things you know uh, uh, from abroad so so obviously yeah the the future can be quite bright you know if these players now now make it to um, you know men's leagues and uh, and really uh, you know find their feet in in uh, in football so so yeah I'm I'm hoping that it it helps us in the long run and uh, and yeah I'm I'm really positive about that 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 hopefully you know it it, it it drives us to also go a step further in our development. Is there one player that you've noticed that you kind of think like, yeah, he'll go far? Um, I don't think there's one player in, in particular. Uh, obviously, you never know, you know, because I think especially as, as a young player, I know from my experience, you know, being 16, 16 until 18, it's one of those ages, you know, you could go either way, you know. You can make it as a professional, or you can, you could be out of football in a couple of years. So, so I just hope that they stick in football, and uh, whoever comes out of the pack, you know, it might be someone that we don't even know yet, because uh, you know sometimes it's it's kind of the the grit and motivation that the youngsters have, and it can out outplay, you know, uh, kind of uh, this potential and quality that some players have, because. I think a lot of footballers can tell you that uh, you know they weren't maybe the best best as a youngster, but you know it's that motivation that takes you to the top. So, so we'll see. Hopefully, uh, for me, it's, it will 
be nice to see someone you know that we don't really know yet to actually you know in a couple of years you see like oh he's one of those I wouldn't wouldn't have expected it so that's what I'm hoping for yeah sure um we'll move on to our quick fire questions so yeah. I said before before we start recording it's just 10 random questions first thing comes to your head fire away answer whatever it's nothing bad personal nothing like that okay so if you were to play with one player in the premium league who would it be and why discount in current floor players that you've played with from any other team so an estonian premier League? yeah zakaria uh, i play with him i think i think i really enjoy playing with him so it'd be nice to play with him again I'm glad someone's finally said him. I can yeah. imagine. I can imagine if you could have choose um, Vasilev, it would have been Vasilev, right? Yeah, always. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, who do you think is currently the best player in the world? Currently, uh, I'd say Kylian Mbappé. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, what is your go-to snack? My go-to snack, I'd say, uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to be transformed into an animal, what would it be and why? Uh, I'd say a lion. I think that would be, you know, just the presence of a lion in jungle. It's, it's, yeah. it's good. It would be good to be a lion in a jungle, I feel. Yeah, because yeah, they're cool as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And if you could choose one song to play every time you walked into a room for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, one song. Um, I'll probably say maybe Bob Marley. Don't worry, don't worry, be happy. That's one. That'd yeah, be quite nice. good, you know. Good. When you go into the room, you know, everyone will smile. So probably, Yeah, good vibes, yeah. Good vibes, yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, nice one. Uh, would you rather travel to the past or the future? Uh, past or the future? Probably the future. I think what's in the past, it's in the past. But I would really want to see the future as well. So it's a tough one, but I'll say I'll say the future. Yeah. Okay, I'll add on to that. If you could go to the day you die so you knew exactly how long you had left would you, would you like to see that so you knew how to live your life a bit no not really <laughs> I want to find that nice that, no. that, that would be immense pressure I think yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we're going, you know, that would be quite 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 a tough watch I think if you saw that yeah uh sorry yeah um what would you choose as your last meal on earth Ooh. Last meal, um, probably some kind of pizza, maybe a pepperoni pizza. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, perfect. Uh, how much does the amount of traffic affect your mood? <laughs> uh, thankfully, I don't. I don't have a car here, so right now it hasn't really affected me. But uh, I actually like to be in a bit of traffic, you know listen to some music yeah. podcasts so i don't mind it to be honest we've noticed most estonians say that they don't mind it 
Yeah. So everyone I mean, else is... They haven't seen real traffic, yeah. you know. Hey, man, yeah. Actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah. be in traffic for two hours and I wouldn't, I wouldn't like that, you know. I think you can't really, can't really have traffic in Estonia, can you? Yeah, anyway. true. Yeah. Uh, what is your worst habit? Uh, my worst habit. I think my wife would say that probably sometimes not listening to her. Yeah. When, I'm, when I'm on the phone and uh, she's speaking to me, sometimes, you know, I can't multitask. So, so I'm on the phone, I'm listening to her. So that might be one of my worst habits, but I can't really multitask. Yeah, familiar with that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's the best player you've played with? Uh, the best player, I'd say Konstantin Masilev. I think, uh, yeah, I think that don't really have to add to that. What about the best player you've played against? Best player I've played against, I think the first name that comes to mind is Kevin De Bruyne. I think, uh, yeah, seeing him up close uh, was, yeah, it was, it was good. He's a really top player. Nice one. And last one, bit of a weird one. What's your favourite word? It could be English, it could be Estonian. Um, I'd say uh, football. Keep it simple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice one. Good work. Yeah, fair enough. Um, thanks for your time anyway, Marcus. It's been a pleasure having you. Um, yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, been... great guy, very friendly. You say we were quite nervous. We were like, oh, Marcus Poom, well, wow, brilliant. Oh. But yeah, <laughs> great, great guy, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate that. Yeah, thanks, guys. No worries. Yeah. Cheers, Cheers. Thank you. All right. See you, bye. See you. Cheers. Bye-bye.